Welcome to Run Rev Run with host Neil Dunneman. Neil's day job is executive pastor at First Presbyterian Church in downtown Greensboro. His topics range from running to spirituality, history, health, reading, food, and travel. This week, better angels in a messy world. Like many people, I have been thinking a great deal over the last few days about the issue of the Civil War monuments, the pros and the cons. I suppose the most convincing argument against removing them is that is the argument that many of them were put up at a time to reassert white supremacy and is a sign of white supremacy and oppression of blacks and so they stand for that and continue to be a symbol for that. But I'm also impressed by some thinking such as Peggy Noonan's article in yesterday's paper about how the good and the bad of monuments, and she gave an example of Oliver Cromwell's statue in front of the Parliament in London and all the horrible things he did, giving people an opportunity to talk about the good and the bad. It also occurs to me that many of the places we admire, places we go to see on our vacations, Uh, such as famous cathedrals, uh, big fancy estate houses, mansions, and such, were not built under the purest reasons, but to um, exert power. Uh, Many of the great cathedrals were not built for the glory of God, but by families who were competing with one another to express their wealth and their dominance in a city. You take a city like Guanajuato, Mexico, there are four or five ridiculously fancy, opulent cathedrals, but they were all built by different families to show off the wealth that they had created with gold and silver, and yet today poor, desperate peasants enjoy going in there and kneeling at the altar and receiving some comfort because of the religious symbols there. So it's a messy world. And I could see taking my grandson to a Robert E. Lee statue and talking to him about um, the whole complex issues in different ways as he gets older to the point where maybe when he's in high school or college, we could talk very openly about all the complexities of the Civil War and the good sides of Robert E. Lee, the blind sides, and even how maybe that statue was put up at a time to assert white supremacy in a very negative and unchristian way, and yet here it is, and it's something to talk about. So I remain somewhat confused or divided as to my thinking about it. But one of the things that really has, I continue to believe strongly in, is the importance of knowing history and of knowing history in a way to provide a base for proper reflection about what's going on. And one of my friends asked me to reread Lincoln's first inaugural address when he first became president. And it seems to be 
a perfect thing for us to read now at a time when lots of people are talking about how divided we are. And this was an address he made primarily to the southern states to try to convince him, convince them that he wanted most of all union and not a civil war. And here are his last uh, two paragraphs. In your hands, my dissatisfied fellow countrymen, and not in mine, is the momentous issue of civil war. The government will not assail you. You can have no conflict without being yourselves the aggressors. You have no oath registered in heaven to destroy the government, while, while I shall have the most solemn one to preserve, protect, and defend it. I am loth to close. We are not enemies but friends. We must not be enemies. Though passion may have strained, it must not break our bonds of affection. The mystic cords of memory, stretching from every battlefield and patriot grave to every living heart and heathstone all over this broad land, will yet swell the chorus of the Union when again touched, as surely they will be, by the better angels of our nature. Subscribe to Neil's podcast in the iTunes or Google Play Store. Learn more about the First Presbyterian Greensboro at fpcgreensboro.org.